our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Welcome to Girls That Invest. You're joined today by your hosts, Sam and Sonia, two millennial investors who are here to help you learn about all things investing and personal finance. This is one of those episodes that I feel like is a part two Mm. to another episode. So we did an episode on what is artificial intelligence a few weeks back, and this is your part two. This is your follow-up. This is your action step. Would you say that? Yes, I love an actionable episode. It's like we got to learn what artificial intelligence was. We got to learn the uses of it. And frankly, like such an interesting episode. But at the end of the day, we're here to help you not just learn about investing, but actually putting it into practice. And so we're going to share with you the five companies to be looking into if you want to invest in AI. It seems like now is kind of the time where like – Give it like a few years ago, everyone was like crypto, crypto, NFTs. And then everyone was like Web3 for like two months. And then like all those things kind of faded away. And now we're in this trend where AI is suddenly becoming really popular and people are starting to kind of open their eyes to it and see the importance of it. But what's the best thing that you can do during a time like this? Well, maybe it's possibly understanding what we can invest in and if they're even worth your time or not. Firstly, Sonia. How have you been? I've been so good. How have you been doing? Well, I just came back from a holiday in the Gold Coast and in Sydney in Australia with some friends, and that was so interesting. I warm up to Australia every time I go, and then when I come back, I'm like, no, I could never live there. And then when I go, I'm like, this place isn't too bad. Let's talk about the reasons we hate Australia. Give me three reasons on the top of your head. (laughs) I'm joking. Let's not do that. (laughs) People already think we have beef, but we don't. Australia is great. I love Aussie. Especially Melbourne. Do you? Yeah. Have you been? Yes, multiple times. My brother lived there for like 10 years. Oh my God, that's right. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> of course you have. I'm pretty sure that we've said that in like other episodes as well. But I've actually never been to Sydney except for a layover. So I think Melbourne's the only place that I've been to. Brisbane for a layover, but not really those cities, you know. But you went to the Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast. Yeah. Can you see the like a little bit of sunburn on my like cheeks and nose? No. And I do find that surprising with someone who like religiously puts sunscreen on as well. Yeah, I was really disappointed. But that's life. That's a great little update. 
Now, before we begin, we want to take a moment to thank our season sponsor for powering this week's episode. Are you ready to take control of your financial future and you don't know where to begin? Meet Perla, the Aussie investing platform that makes it easy for anyone to invest in the stock market and build a sensible, diversified portfolio. With Perla, you can start investing with as little as $5. Perla's unique community-driven experience guides you through the process of selecting your investment goals, creating a portfolio tailored to your needs and tracking your progress over time. One of the things that we love most about Perla is their commitment to financial education. Perla commits to empowering investors through tools like template portfolios with access to easier investing and supportive community connections. Perla also offers great insight and data that help pave the way for equitable investing. Their research finds women are investing more of their income than men and more women invest on their platform than men. Perla also walks the walk with open pay transparency to help facilitate open conversations about wage, roles and opportunities within the financial industry. If you're feeling overwhelmed by all the options, Perla's platform is intuitive and easy to use with powerful tools that give you control over your investments. You can track your portfolio's performance, set up automatic investments and even invite friends and family to invest alongside you. Don't wait to start building your financial future. Check out Perla.com today and start investing in your goals. Now moving on to stocks that we can invest in, please. It's what the people are here for. So let's start with number five and then go downwards to the number one company that you might be looking to invest in. Now, of course, this is not advice, but these are companies that have really shown great initiative in the AI space and are either up and coming or established. So the first is IBM number five. Now, IBM is known as honestly the leader in AI software platforms. They have a 13.7% market share in 2020 and that was up from 46% from the last year. So in 2019, this has continued to grow, but the fact that they in the platform space have just like dip their toes or put their fingers into like every single pie of AI possible has gone to show that while they're not the leader in like one thing specifically, they're just good at lots of different segments. So let me explain what I mean. In healthcare, for example, the AI technology is being used to create individual care plans. So if Sonia, if you go into the hospital and you're like, I broke my leg and also I fell and there was like a little bit of sharp glass and so now I've got like a cut and there might be a possibility of like, I don't know, getting tetanus concerns. Then rather than having the doctor or the nurse trying to triage you and going, okay, how serious is she in comparison to like the other person that's come in who might have like heart pain, maybe we should see them first. AI can like triage and go like, okay, well, Sonia, you're number three on the list. And then also... Let's individualize your care plan and know exactly what we need to give you. And that's really interesting because not only that, they're also accelerating the process of getting drugs into the market because now you've got things moving at a faster pace. And so for them to say, we can make healthcare faster and we can make healthcare more, what's the word? Like accessible. Yeah, more accessible, more accurate. That's like quite an interesting one. I have a question for you. Yes. Are you more comfortable with a company that specializes in a whole bunch of different things and have multiple projects going on or a company that has like a sole 
mission purpose and one product and they're like this is what we're known for oh I don't think I mind too much in certain areas but like I do think from a branding point of view it doesn't look great like if I have like a Phillips dishwasher I don't want to drive a Phillips car do you know what I mean like it just doesn't feel right or like a Mitsubishi car versus like the Mitsubishi ACs I'm like you make ACs I don't know how I feel about like driving your car that's so true from that point of view, agreed. Like, do you use IBM and be like, but don't you make like office supplies? Uh, or like, don't you do like software? And then to like be treating me, that does feel odd. But I assume they have like really large teams in like different buildings as opposed to like one room with like a table for healthcare, a table for financial services. Yeah. And I also feel like they're that big in the game and influential that people aren't going to be like, stay in your lane, please. You know, they do it well. And saying that, I agree with you, though, because that's what Johnson & Johnson realized. So they, a few years ago, were like, oh, you know, we're really getting into the medical space a little bit too much. And so they, like, separated their medical side of Johnson & Johnson rather than being like, come and get your baby shampoo and also your, like, coronavirus, like, medication. Yeah. I just think it's an interesting question to ponder on, you know? It is. What would you do? Does that affect your decision making as a consumer or an investor? For me, like when I research, I think to your point earlier, these companies have like these huge teams and those people in those teams specialize in that said project, right? So I assume if someone wants to go into these spheres, especially if it's something like AI, like you'll be laughed off the market if you put something out that's subpar or if it's something that someone's already done before. I don't think it is like a particular industry where you want to be a newcomer just to redo what someone else has done, especially if it's not as good. This might be controversial, but I don't think that we need a whole bunch of different companies doing the same thing within this field, if that makes sense. Just give me one, give me two, maybe three if we're feeling a little bit fresh, but why? On that note, while they've got this like healthcare wing, they've also brung AI into their financial services wing because why not? So in 2016, they acquired a financial group. And so what they're trying to do is it's really hard to get financial compliance as companies do and it takes a lot of paperwork takes a lot of energy and so by having AI help in the process of doing the task of getting financial regulatory compliance that is such a niche and very specific way of a company going we can help but it goes to show that they're really just saying let's use AI in each and every way to improve our business and that helps their bottom line. And so while their products and their services are quite fragmented, people would argue that IBM is one of the leaders in this day and age when it comes to using AI. So the fourth company to look into if you want to invest in AI is Micron Technology Incorporated. It is an American company that's based in Boise, Idaho, and it was founded in 1978. And they produce computer memory and computer data storage. So they're a world leader in their field because they provide innovative memory and storage solutions. Now, the company itself, it is a large cap company because the company's Market capitalization is over 68 billion USD. Just a quick note, large cap companies, they have a market value of over 10 billion. Some other examples are like Apple, Amazon, you get the picture. 
Now, in terms of how they actually make their money, they have four different segments. So four different income streams, if you will. One is computer networking business unit, which includes memory products that are sold into markets for cloud servers, enterprises, graphics, networking, and other clientele in those categories. The second segment is mobile business. So their memory and storage products sold into the mobile device and smartphone markets. Three is the storage business unit, which is they sell solid state drives as well as component level solutions to cloud, client and enterprise and other storage markets. And the fourth is embedded business unit. So they cover memory and storage products used in a variety of different industries, including automotive, consumer markets and industrial applications. Now, This is a company that's financial performance is actually exceeding financial analysts' expectation. In the 2022 year earnings call, they reported a profit of $8.7 billion for its fiscal year, and that is an increase of 48% compared to 2021. And I just feel like, based on the conversation that we had about companies really focusing on one aspect of AI or tech and honing into that like they are memory and storage solutions but they've managed to put themselves as a leader in so many different industries because if you need a memory storage solution these are the people that you're going to go to and I think they've made like that mark in the world if you will and plus they were here so early on in the game now I think When you're looking at companies to invest in, an important part of your research should be the future of the company. So like, do you believe in the company's mission? How do you think they're going to track? And lucky for you, like people do these forecasts for you. One thing to note, I think a lot of people have come to realize like since COVID, since the lockdowns, is that these memory and storage solutions and I guess that part of the industry, it's not being as looked at as it was like a year or two ago. But that being said, as I mentioned before, like they're absolutely killing Q1 of 2023. They're exceeding like everyone's expectations, if you will. And if you do want to invest in the company, I just thought I'd quickly say that their website is really good. Like if you go onto their website and then click about and investors, all the reports and quarterly updates, everything that you need to know in terms of research exists there. So that's super helpful. But the stock exists in the NASDAQ stock exchange under the stock ticker MU. So you'd need to be on an investing platform that invests in that stock exchange. I just like honestly find it so interesting that companies like Micron exist and they go so like under the radar for so long. And then you're like, wait, this company is literally in competition with like Intel or like SanDisk, you know, like the SD cards, like it is so up there and you just would not have even thought, well, I personally, like Micron was not on my mind, let's be honest, but it's so cool to see like the innovation that they've had. For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. 
Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it, from local pop-ups to global retailers, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible, with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So, how can Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach, and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. Yeah, I feel like it's really picking up its marketing and publicity because it's been like noted on a few lists of like the five stocks to look out for this quarter or like what to invest in in AI. Like it's being mentioned now, like she's there. Everyone's like, who's this new girl in town, Micron? And Micron's like, I have been here since 1921. Since 1970. (laughs) Yeah. The third company to be looking into is Amazon. And it comes to no surprise because honestly, there are not many companies in the world that use AI more widely than Amazon. Amazon is, if not the number one, right up there. If you think about every aspect of their business from just buying a product on their website, they use AI in their algorithm. It runs recommendations for you. It runs recommendations on the e-commerce, on the video streaming, on the music streaming platforms. They use AI to determine product rankings. They use AI to determine what is going to be coming up in terms of people's demand. And then you go into the like physical stores and they've done the same thing. They've got cashierless stores. They've got AI that helps you with your everyday tasks like Alexia. And then you've got to think about like well, what happens behind the scenes. And in their logistic operations, they have AI as well, like scheduling and rerouting for Amazon drivers. They can kind of work out like, well, to put like your package and someone else's package and a third person's package in a route that gives the driver the quickest time to get there, then they will do it that way. And so it's like Google Maps, but like, I guess 10 times more intricate. And it allows them to have like delivery accuracy and efficiency. Like, do you ever think like, how do they know that it's gonna get here at roughly 4 p.m. today? They used AI technology to kind of determine it. It's not like the driver's going, yeah, like if I take a turn here and then I probably drop off three packages there then I'll probably get to like Sonia's by five and it is so interesting even their drone delivery which they have been trying to implement would be like another example of them just like throwing AI into the mix so with Amazon it's not an up-and-coming company that has AI that is going to really benefit them and it's not even a company that's using AI that's going to benefit a lot of other companies but it's more that they are a leader in already adopting or having early adoption of AI and so that's why it makes it such an interesting company to invest in. I think as like an everyday investor or people who aren't really aware that Amazon is so intricate with their AI you kind of only see them for like why they're in the news whether it's on a negative basis because something with Jeff Bezos or you know ethics involved. Would you say with all of that and their involvement within AI and how deep they're going into it, does that change your perspective of the company as a whole? I think that they have really smart people that work there and really amazing engineers and developers in the tech space and like 
all these amazing humans that like made things possible. I just don't know if I would call it an overall like fantastic company for humanity. But they're like, again, like they, I feel like they've managed to integrate themselves in so many different things. Like how do you avoid them? True. Because I feel like no matter what you do, and this is bad, mind you, like no matter what you do, they're going to be there somewhere. Or is that a cynical way of thinking about it? Well, do you have like an Amazon device? Yeah, I just feel like he's watching me right now. They're probably at least looking at what you're reading. Anywho, moving forward, the second to last company that we're going to talk about today is C3.ai. There is software that allows companies to deploy large AI applications and the tools help its customers accelerate software development and then reduce cost and risk. And they have a whole variety of different applications and quite significant, I would say, corporations use them. So, for example, the US Air Force. They use C3 AI readiness to predict aircraft system failures, identify spare parts, and find new ways to increase mission capability. I feel like they're quite up there in terms of trusted AI technologies that these really large, trusted American corporations are using them for. They're a mid-cap company with a market cap of $2.49 billion. Now, mid-cap companies are companies with market caps between $2 to $10 billion, and small-cap companies are like $300 million to $2 billion, so they're just over that threshold. And in terms of how they make money, as the name suggests, they're a company that's fully devoted to AI software. So they develop cross-industry applications and then they sell those applications to its customers based on software as a service mode. They're available on the New York Stock Exchange and they should be available on most micro-investing platforms that have US company. And the stock ticker for this is... AI. And I just want to point out, you have won the stock ticker lottery to get AI as your stock ticker. Do you know what I mean? Like (laughs) Micron Technology, with all the good that it's done and what it's doing, is MU. (laughs) MU even. like (laughs) That should be the number one reason you should invest in that company. I'm kidding. This is not financial advice. You do what you want. Have you heard that? There's like a study done that found that companies that have like cool stock names like H-E-L-L-O or like something like that, like things that are actually words, they end up doing really well or like C-O-O-L, like for some reason they just perform slightly better. It's the same thing as like judging a book by its cover. Absolutely. Judging a company by its stock ticker. I feel like that should be the most intricate part of a company when they, what's it called? When they IPO. Yeah, I mean, the IPO, you should have teams involved in what the stock ticker should be. I completely agree. Now, the final company to invest in, the last but not least, is NVIDIA. Also spelt like NVIDIA, if you're ever wondering what we're referring to. It is founded in Delaware and based in Santa Clara in California. And just a bit of background of what they are, because they've been around for a while. They design and sell GPUs for things like gaming, cryptocurrency, professional apps. Did you know the other day, it hit me, I only realized that apps stand for applications no even i knew that you knew that yeah oh my god i was like oh my god that's crazy anyway so professional applications (laughs) also known as professional apps and as well as chips and these chips are used for things like vehicles robots and other tools a little fun fact about them though is that in 2008 
they had like a little bit of a fight with Apple. This is just like stock market goss more than anything. So their GPUs um, started failing prematurely and they did take a $200 million hit on the faulty chips and they're like, sorry, our bad, like we'll replace the chips. But they refused to pay the repair costs for MacBook Pros that failed. So Apple was like, all that MacBook Pros that failed need like repair costs, your company should pay for them. And NVIDIA was like, um, no. And then Apple was like, okay, we just won't work with you. So they just don't work closely with them since 2008. That's so interesting. Is NVIDIA a billion dollar company? Not only are they a billion dollar company, they're a $500 billion company. Damn, that's a large cap if I've ever heard of one. (laughs) And so what they're doing now, which is quite interesting, is they have a solid amount of work in the self-driving space. And so with self-driving cars, of course, you know, you need multiple sensors, you need cameras in real time, you need to detect objects. And so it's not something that is done easily. It requires like a lot of computing power. Now, when it comes to self-driving cars, what people don't realize, and I think it's really cool, there's different levels of it. So like level one self-driving cars have like, you know, the most basic things. And then a level five self-driving car is like the top one. It wouldn't even have steering wheels. It wouldn't even have brake pads. Like this is a car where you just sit in like a passenger princess and the car just drives for you. And you don't have an option to like take hold of the steering wheel. You're just existing in this vehicle. This metal contraption. Yes, like a train, but like on the road. (laughs) Okay, okay. I imagine the testing for that would be pretty extensive. Yes, so they are being tested around the world, but none are available to the general public for obvious reasons. And so the beauty of what this company is doing is that They are able to have AI from level two to level five. So they are in development and they're in the process of being some of those companies that are going to help us reach those really weird, no acceleration, no like brakes, no steering wheel cars, the level five cars. If that is something that you think is going to be the future and something you're interested in, then this company is definitely one to look into. From a personal consumer point of view and not an investor point of view at all, I'm just freaked out by it personally. Same. I mean, this is the exact conversation that we had in like the what is AI (laughs) episode. I just feel like cruise control I can get behind. This goes beyond the self-driving components of like a Tesla, you know? It really does. They are an interesting company. So they're also on the NASDAQ and their ticker symbol is NVDA, which honestly just sounds like their name. So they missed out on the AI ticker. They IPO'd in 1999 and since then, and it has been a few years, but since then they have jumped up 25,000%, like 25,000%. Like, is that not insane? It's insanity. Also, I just thought of something. Yes. Just going back, I think one of the things that I'm working on when I think about things or form opinions on things is I have a tendency to just focus on, oh, this is not going to be useful to me or like my friends or I can't think of my family that would use this. But for things like the self-driving car, like a completely self-driving car, how amazing is that for like disabled people or people with vision impairments or even like hearing impairments like you've got this piece of technology that will do the work for you and you still go from a to b completely safe oh yeah you're right that's actually really cool yeah you don't think of that yeah so i take it back (laughs) 
fine. I take it back too. Well, I think that's probably a really good place to wrap it up. Now, the five companies that you might want to be investing in if you're looking to increase your investments in AI include number five, IBM, number four, Micron Technologies, number three, Amazon, number two, C3AI, or number one, NVIDIA. Now, we will definitely be going down more of these kind of rabbit holes when it comes to different investments in different sectors. So if you've enjoyed this episode, let us know, send us a DM, put it up on your story and tag us, or just leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to us and it helps us spread the message even more. But I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Until next time, Sonia. Until next time, Sim. Bye. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence.